Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to the Clear Money Program's online radio show. I'm your host, Helen Gibson, Community Relations Coordinator at Denver Community Credit Union. Denver Community is a not-for-profit financial cooperative serving the people of the city and county of Denver. Today I'm interviewing our Quality Assurance Specialist about the basics of Individual Retirement Accounts, or IRAs. This show has been pre-recorded, so we can't take live phone calls, but feel free to contact me if you have any questions. So without any further ado, hello, Barb, Part 2, Retirement Accounts. Thanks for coming back. Oh, you're welcome, Helen. Thanks for having me. Uh, It's good to have a second show and to break them up a little bit because retirement saving is pretty uh, hardcore sometimes. Last time we talked about saving for retirement as soon as possible, right? Yes. Then we said that IRAs might be one place people could save money for retirement. True. Uh, But we pointed out that they should always check with their employer, a tax advisor, and or a financial planner to determine what accounts work best for them. For some people, a 401k at their work would be better than opening an IRA at the credit union. Correct, especially if they get a match. We were talking about that as good advice to look for that. But if they did want to open an IRA, maybe because their employer doesn't offer a plan or they just don't want to use that plan, they can open an IRA at the credit union? Yes, they can open an IRA at a lot of places, including the credit union. Some IRAs might be invested in stocks and bonds, mutual funds. At the credit union, we don't have those. But we do have IRAs invested in our money market or share certificate accounts here. Okay, is there any reason that someone might prefer an IRA here at the credit union rather than other places? Well, one benefit of putting an individual retirement account at your credit union is that it is insured up to $250,000. That means you won't lose principal. A lot of stocks and bonds plans cannot guarantee that. And, of course, they won't lose principal as long as they honor the account uh, membership and account agreement, right? Yes. Okay. Certificates have to be in for a set amount of time. Right, right. And so the stocks and bonds plans can't guarantee that principal, but we can because of our insurance. How are we insured? By the NCUA. And they're insured separately from your other accounts at the credit union. Oh, great. But you put disclaimers out earlier about checking with tax advisors, et cetera. Why? IRAs can be complicated when it comes to taxes. And as your credit union, we cannot be your tax advisor. So, you know, we just don't have that expertise. That's not really our point of being. So how are they complicated? Well, to begin with, there are two main types of IRAs, each with their own possible tax benefits and requirements. There's the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA. How do they differ in tax benefits? Well, a traditional IRA shelters contributions or deposits until they're withdrawn in retirement from taxes. So if a person meets the requirements, their modified adjusted gross income is lower on their income tax in the year they deposit. For example, let's say that you make $30,000 a year Mm -hmm. and you put $5,000 into your IRA. Mm -hmm. What would happen is your adjusted gross income would be reduced by that potentially reduced by that $5,000, and therefore your taxable income went from 30000 to 25000 less any other deductions you may have. Oh, that's cool. So you basically don't give the government taxes on that money that you deposit now, 
Um, but I'm guessing that the government gets it eventually, that you do have to pay taxes when you withdraw money in retirement from a traditional IRA. Yes, the IRS does want their share. <laughs> so, in contrast, a Roth IRA has people deposit money after you've already paid taxes on it at your current rate of return or your current income level. Uh-huh. Um, so when you do retire and you decide to start pulling money out of it, it is then tax-free. Okay, so basically, if you make thirty thousand a year, to use your example, you'd still get taxed on thirty thousand. But when you hit retirement and you withdraw, they wouldn't have to pay the taxes like the traditional, right? Yes, as long as you're withdrawing for a qualified reason. Okay, so there's your traditional and your Roth. What is better about the Roth? Is there anything that's better about it? Where does their tax break come in? Well, as the money sits, compounding interest, which we spoke about last time, as being very powerful and perhaps, you know, potentially being quite a bit of money, Mm -hmm. it earns that interest-free. When it's withdrawn in retirement, you don't pay any taxes on that. That's pretty awesome. So even though you're paying taxes on your full income now, um, you might save money because your interest doesn't necessarily get taxed. Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, So traditional, they get the tax benefit now, and they have to pay taxes on money contributed and interest earned when they withdraw? Yes, but usually because they're saving money on their taxes now, a person with a traditional IRA um, might be able to contribute more now. And the other benefit, too, is that you look at your tax bracket at retirement may be lower. Okay, so it's a difficult and potentially complicated decision, which is why we can't advise people what to open, right? Correct. So how much can a person contribute to these plans each year? Most people can contribute $5,000 each year up until they file their taxes for that year. So by April fifteenth, 2012, for 2011 contributions. There may be limitations based on income and other factors. More to pay attention to. Yes. You need to pay attention when dealing with these accounts. One bonus the government provides, though, is that people age 50 or older can actually contribute an additional $1,000 more in some cases, so up to $6,000 a year. That's helpful for those that need to catch up. Where do you start with IRAs? It's easier when you look at you know your specific situation. Okay. One place to start is the IRS website www.irs.gov, then search for the most recent version of Publication 590. That will give you more information than you'd ever want, most (laughs) likely, you know, but it is reliable. Awesome. So you can go straight to the source. Uh, I'll see if I cannot tweet, Facebook, put that in the blurb for this show um, so that people can easily access it. Can you give us a gist of the rules? I can share the basics, but always check on your own, as I'm not a tax advisor. Okay, got the message there, loud and clear. (laughs) Okay, for both types of IRA, one absolutely needs taxable compensation. If you get a W-2, you've probably got taxable compensation. Check, got that. For a traditional IRA, there isn't an income level unless you or your spouse participate in a retirement plan at work. If you're not sure if you participate in a retirement plan at work, check with your employer. What might that income level be if you're single and do participate in a plan at work? Well, I encourage you to look at the publication 590 because it depends on your tax filing status. And there are phase-out periods. But for 2012 tax year, if you make 58000 or less, you're 
and you're single, you're probably eligible for the full deduction. Probably. That's just you making sure you don't give that tax advice again, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay, so that gives me an idea about what we're dealing with as far as income levels. What about a Roth? Are there income limitations there? Yes, but you they don't depend on whether or not you participate in a retirement plan at work. So the number for a single person for a full contribution is more like less than $110,000 in earnings. So if people want those numbers with more complete information, they can just go to the IRS website or check with a tax professional. Definitely. When it comes to IRAs, we talked about needing taxable compensation and making sure you know what to contribute now. But what if you need to withdraw before retirement? There are some ways to withdraw before retirement without facing an additional penalty, but I hope that people know that they should be careful before withdrawing for their own future, if not to avoid unnecessary taxes. Penalty? Yes. If you withdraw for a reason the IRS doesn't think qualifies before retirement age, like withdrawing to buy a car or a second vacation home, the IRS will impose a penalty because they, you didn't obey the rules. So, you know, you should try to avoid that at any cost. <laughs> Do you avoid that by waiting until retirement age of 59 and a half to withdraw? Yes. And they have some other qualified withdrawals that might, and I stress might, be options, such as withdrawing for educational purposes for the or first-time home, also with certain medical costs or disability. Early withdrawals may be an option. A good info to know. I've heard, actually, that some people are using a Roth IRA as an education savings vehicle. Some people might, but I cannot stress enough that your kid may get student loans, but no one gives a loan for someone to retire. True. Maybe make sure you're set for retirement so your kid doesn't have to support you in retirement. <laughs> yes. And remembering that Social Security payments are only supposed to be supplemental. You'll want to start saving for retirement. And one way to do that is an IRA. If someone wants to open an IRA at the credit union, after they get the necessary advice, of course, how do they start? Just come into a branch with all the information and time uh, to fill out some tax paperwork. They can open an account with any amount to start if they invest their IRA in a money market, that is. Mm -hmm. If they invest in a share certificate, they'll need $100 if they're not already a member, they'll need to do that first. Hmm. That means I get to tell people where to find that information. The complete information about our accounts is available on our website, denvercommunity.coop.coop, and you can click on rates and fees. And if you're also interested in becoming a member, we have a great past show with our downtown branch manager, Jana, about becoming a member. Uh, so that has some fantastic information about that. Well, thank you again, Barb. You're welcome, Helen. Thanks for uh, inviting me back. I'm glad to have you. And IRAs, I think, are confusing, and lots of people want to know more about them. So I think this is incredibly valuable. Uh, for more information about this topic, you can reach me, Helen, at 303 573 1170 and my email is education at denvercommunity.coop that's .coop I'm on Facebook as Helen Gibson and I'm also on Twitter as Helen M. Gibson uh, plus we do financial coaching at the credit union if you want to get your budget and goals in order call me at 303-573-1170 extension 1754 for a direct line and we can talk about that again our website is denvercommunity.coop. Have a great day.